Good morning and welcome to Back Chat with uh, Ada Wong and me, Jim Gould. And on uh, Back Chat this morning, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, restaurant and bar industry to uh, get their reactions to the, the partial and uh, selective easing of the social distancing rules uh, from this Thursday onwards. Uh, we have uh, a guest with us on the line, uh, Simon Wong, the President of the Federation of Restaurants and Related Trades. And a little bit later, we hope to hear from Alan Zeman, the Chairman of the Langkwai Fong Group. Um, just before that, uh, a few more emails uh, from listeners, which I'd just like to read out quickly. Um, um, Anthony says, uh, the Singapore government has deported many non-permanent residents uh, for flouting COVID rules and those who refuse to be vaccinated have to pay their own medical bills. Um, this in, in relation to uh, COVID updates, of course. Um, uh, this one from... Uh Hune says, uh, hi, Backchat hosts, uh, thanks for your daily sharing. Uh, as enacting Article 23 seems to be John Lee's top priority in the future, uh, grateful if you can talk about the differences between Article 23 and the national security law. Thanks again. OK, and thanks for that idea. That is an issue that uh, we can certainly have a look at at some stage. Um, this one, uh, email here from... Uh, Nigel says, uh, with our likely incoming CE wanting a major financial conference to accompany the Rugby Sevens in November, the flight ban will presumably have to change between now and then. Uh, thanks for that, Nigel. Um, I think that was um, Paul Chan's idea, actually, the financial secretary, but uh, it'll be good, uh, obviously, if it happens. Um, um, and we all hope that the Rugby Sevens uh, will take place in November after a number of postponements over the past uh, couple of years or so. Um, and Alonso says, uh, on last Thursday's excellent back chat show in which you focused on Hong Kong's uh, flight suspension mechanism, uh, your guests uh, were unequivocal in two of their opinions. One, that Hong Kong's current policy was destroying Hong Kong's role as an aviation hub. And two, that it makes uh, no sense to penalise airlines which comply with all pre-flight COVID uh, protocols. Um, thanks for that. Uh, thanks. Uh, do get in touch if you want to. Uh, backchat at rthk.hk is the email address. Uh, we're on Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. That's our Facebook. You can give us a call if you want on 233 um, uh, Simon Wong, uh, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Morning. So, uh, so from Thursday, uh, restaurants will be able to stay open till ten o'clock in the evening. Uh, there can be four customers per table, as opposed to the current two. Um, what's the feeling within the industry? How much of a difference is this going to make? Oh, it's going to make a big difference. Uh, at the moment, we are still uh, suffering from the loss of business because we are not able to uh, offer our dining service up, uh, after 6 p.m. and we can only allow two persons uh, per table. Uh, that um, has added, uh, you know, to make us big uh, losses uh, in, in our business. And um, we look very much forward uh, to the release of the uh, restrictive measures. And so on this uh, coming Thursday, um, well, uh, as you said, um, or as the government announced, uh, the uh, 
the restrictive measures will be uh, easing up um, on that day. So we can uh, put in four persons at the table and we can also do business uh, until 10 p.m. Um, well, this uh, is a very good um, news for uh, the catering industry, um, particularly for uh, the uh, you know the restaurants that can do business at night time. Um, we also see that uh, well, every well um, in the past few days is the holiday uh, of Easter. And we see, we saw that uh, the business in these few days uh, uh, were, were have been very good um, for some moments. Uh, until yesterday, probably the people have, have already spent um, a lot of their money uh, in the first couple of days. But then um, we see that there's a rush of uh, bookings uh, for restaurants. Uh, especially for Chinese restaurants, um, you know, uh, uh, people in Hong Kong like to eat, and uh, especially they would like to gather some uh, family members and friends together to, you know, uh, to eat at night time. And with the opening up of the um, restaurant until 10 p.m. Uh, you know, this Chinese restaurants um, is one of the factors uh, which will be benefited. Uh, but having said that, uh, because the restrict, uh, there is still some uh, restrictive measures. For example, we, we are not able to hold banquets um, for people uh, more than 20. Maximum 20, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maximum 20 mm -hmm. persons. So, um, you know, uh, uh, with the uh, measure of uh, only four persons per table, we can only have uh, five tables uh, for this kind of banquet. So the big restaurants may not be um, may may not get uh, too much benefit from that, um, but uh, they can still, you know, the, uh, receive uh, customers to uh, dine in casually. Uh, not holding banquet. Uh, but uh, in this case, uh, we expect that the business uh, after April 21st would, uh, would grow. But it won't bounce back like, uh, um, like last year uh, during the fourth quarter. Uh, business for our sector uh, has bounced back by uh, 90%. Uh, so, but uh, we expect... Um, uh, the business will grow. Right. Uh, Simon Wong, as, as we all know, the uh, consumption vouchers have been issued earlier this month, and over Easter weekend, uh, the catering sector, you know, did uh, good business, and, uh, you know, while people spend on their consumption vouchers. But I think most people have already spent uh, all, all of that money <laughs> in the first installment. Do you think that will... Um, sort of uh, pre prevent this coming weekend uh, from, from, you know, your, uh, from all these restaurants having a full house? Well, um, the consumption voucher was launched on uh, uh, April 7th. And right after, uh, you know, people in Hong Kong spent 
a lot of money in uh, buying uh, other accessories uh, instead of going to uh, restaurants. Um, uh, you know, the, from that day until now, uh, we only enjoy about uh, 20% growth uh, in our business. Um, but uh, we we also see that you know uh, not all the people in Hong Kong would spend all their five thousand uh, dollars on uh, of the uh, consumption vouchers, and uh, they 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 would rather wait uh, for uh, some more offers uh, or discounts from uh, different categories. For example, like the catering industry. Um, we are trying our best to uh, tell the people not to spend all the $5,000 uh, because uh, if they spend all the money, then they won't get, uh, you know, better offers afterwards. Mm. And um, I think, um, you know, like uh, uh, last, last uh, weekend, uh, we do, we, we did enjoy uh, our business growth. Um, we have about 30% growth at that time because, you know, people rush out uh, to uh, different places. Uh, in, like if you go to, if you went to Saigon, you see so many people there. And um, I've been strolling around, you know, in different areas, particularly to Saigon. I went there every day and saw crowds of people, you know, spending the money uh, uh, in restaurants uh, near the, the, the seafront. And um, it's crowded of people. But yesterday, it's kind of a little you know, uh, change uh, on the flow of uh, people. Um, probably uh, because today is, uh, uh, well, people have to go to work again and uh, some families have to prepare the children uh, to school. So um, uh, we see less people uh, yesterday. But um, having said that, uh, we, we, do, we do enjoy uh, the business for the past few days. But um, in the coming um, Thursday or afterwards, we see that um, there are already a lot of bookings. Um, you know, for Chinese restaurants, for um, the uh, buffet business, and um, we, and particularly the, um, well, Mother, Mother's Day is coming soon. Um, it's going to be on uh, May 8th, and uh, people would, um, well, has already started uh, to make bookings for Mother's Day. Although um, not, uh, you know, a huge amount of people uh, make the bookings for Mother's Day, but uh, we, I, I, I estimate that at the moment there are about uh, 30 or 40 percent of, of the people have already booked um, the uh, buffets and uh, some uh, small banquets for uh, in Chinese restaurants and hotels. Um, so we expect there is a, a, well, a, a growth of um, the business uh, after April 21st uh, until um, the second stage of 
the uh, relief of the uh, restrictive measures uh, in the later month or like in, in June or July. Uh, but uh, before that time, uh, I, I don't, well, we, we are quite optimistic about the, the bounce back of the system. Okay. Uh, we're joined now also by Alan Zeman, chairman of the Langkwai Fong Group. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so how was Easter for you? <laughs> Double digit. <laughs> um, it was very, very strong. I mean, uh, it was good to see people out again, uh, out and about. And uh, business in the, actually in, in the area was, uh, was actually quite good, as I said, double-digit growth uh, for the restaurants, at least, even, even with the two uh, people to a table. But uh, brunch was very, very strong for the four days. Um, Alan, uh, the restaurants were open for dinner business on Thursday, but bars will still be closed. Exactly. Why, why, why do you think that's the case? Well, in speaking with the government, uh, basically, I understand the government, you know, was worried about... Uh, um, having everybody at one time coming out and what they consider to be, uh, which I don't really agree with, the dangerous areas like the clubs and the bars and, and, and that kind of thing. So they've decided to do it on a staged basis. And, and then April 21st, this Thursday, will be the restaurants opening for dinner business. And then May 21st, the bars and clubs and, and uh, uh, those opening uh, at that time. Uh, if, and if, if uh, the infection rate remains low, then in June at 21st, uh, everything goes back to normal. You can stay open all night if you want. Uh, the amount of people doesn't matter. We're, we're, ba we're back to normal. Uh, are you concerned at all that, uh, g given the fact that, uh, well, as you say, a double-digit uh, uh, improvement over Easter, um, more people going out, more social activity, if there is an increase in infections, we, we might go back to uh, uh, tighter restrictions again? I, that's a worry, I mean, for most people, most businesses. But basically, I think if you look, if you listen to Hong Kong Yu and some of the other experts, uh, medical experts, uh, we've... Approximately, they estimate about 4.6 million people have been infected uh, with this uh, virus, although the government still says 1.2 million, and it's understandable because with the rat tests, uh, many people just don't report it. And so with that, and then the high uh, vaccination levels of 92, 93% for first and 86% for second vaccine and 60% for third vaccine, uh, we're basically... Uh, Pretty, pretty well vaccinated and pretty well uh, most people have been infected. So even if we do get a rebound, it'll be minor because the, the virus needs a place to go. And basically, most people have the protection now. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's hope so. Uh, uh, a comment on our Facebook from uh, Les says, uh, one better weekend doesn't make up for 14 weeks of severe restrictions. Oh. A 20% surge in business sounds good, but that's coming off a base that had dropped by 80%. Uh, we have a long way to go to recover what has been lost. Um, um, Alan Zeman is, is, is a long agree. way to go. Um, yeah. I, I can one thing that will be a great help is the ESS, the employment subsidy scheme that the government came out with. We had that in 2020 during the lockdowns, and uh, that was really a game changer for most businesses, bars, clubs, restaurants, other industries. Uh, and that was uh, 9000 per uh, per staff um, for six months. Um, 
as long as you hired staff and didn't fire anybody. Uh, now, Carrie, you know, in my famous letter, I, I asked for it to be brought back again, and, and the government really looked at it and responded. And, and uh, now we have 8,000 per employee uh, for three months, for May, June, July. And uh, if, and if uh, including the subsidies that were given out, uh, that will help a lot. It doesn't get you even for sure. But definitely the uh, decision by some people to close down or take those subsidies and, and uh, continue business will really be a, a great help. But is this a strong enough uh, incentive, um, you know, for the uh, bars and restaurants to, to stay afloat? Because I do understand that um, a number of smaller restaurants and bars, they, they decided to close down. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's very they true. just folded up. They, they just couldn't. Well, they, they yeah. didn't have the, the, you know, many bars and restaurants uh, just need the cash flow every month. And, and obviously, many of them. And to pay the rent. Yeah, and pay the rent, uh, of course. And so, and so, yes, many did close down. It's very sad. But uh, we, it's, it's a worldwide thing. And, and I feel very, very bad for Hong Kong, of course. Um, but uh, hopefully, we can only look forward to the future. And at least the government has given subsidies, and that will be a help for those that are still around. And hopefully, what happens normally as a landlord for myself, I see that uh, many um, people will, you know, that have empty spaces. There's a lot of empty spaces in, in Hong Kong at the moment. And, and uh, when things open again, you see people starting to come out again and, and, and starting to start small businesses. And it, the cycle starts all over again. Hopefully, as you said before, we don't have a strong um, six-wave uh, backlash that comes out, and, and hopefully we can just live a normal life from here on in. Plus, you have a new administration coming uh, starting on July 1st, and, and uh, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, maybe that administration will, will, will run things in a different manner. Do, do you expect a, a new approach? I do, actually. I'm a, I'm a strong supporter. I do believe that there will be a new approach. And uh, uh, so far, he said all the right things. And uh, I've known him a long time. I think, you know, I have hope that uh, things will change. And um, it's only for the benefit of Hong Kong. Yeah, but Adam, what sort of new approach could that be? Could that look like? Well, putting different people in the different uh, in the different sectors, you know, uh, leaders, um, you know, not one, no one person can do it. If you have strong leaders in whether it's health, whether it's in in housing, whether it's whatever, you know, whatever the the, uh, the thing is, the sector is, then uh, they can really work with you as chief executive to really uh, get things moving. And I really do believe that uh, uh, John is. Uh, you know, well, he's not elected yet, but hopefully will be, and, and uh, he will put strong people in each position, and uh, he's got a vision, and uh, from what he said so far, um, he, he will do it. Uh, you know, I've, I've sat with him as chief secretary, I've sat on his uh, human resources committee while the six months that he was there, and uh, no, he is quite impressive. Uh, Simon Wong, you're president of the Federation of Restaurants and Related Trades. Uh, yeah. What proportion of your membership have been uh, unable to survive the the latest round of uh, anti-epidemic measures? Well, uh, we have uh, made some surveys in the past few months, starting from um, January 7th, uh, because this is the day on which uh, we cannot do dining business at night time. 
And uh, we estimate that uh, since then, uh, there are about uh, 3,500 3, restaurants temporarily closed. And about 500 uh, uh, restaurants have already uh, permanently closed. So the, this is uh, actually quite alarming because uh, it will affect um, the whole industry uh, as well as the employment. Um, but um, with uh, the new uh, relief program and also the uh, consumption vouchers rolling out, uh, we see that uh, in, in the most uh, recent uh, stage, uh, uh, there are already about uh, 2,500 restaurants reopened. And uh, by the time um, uh, we, ha we have the, the restrictive measure, uh, easing, then uh, I believe that um, while well, uh, most of the uh, restaurants which have already temporary closed down will reopen. Mm. And um, well, unless uh, there are some <coughs> uh, restaurants cannot sustain and have to, you know, give, uh, have to give up <laughs> uh, the, the investment and business. Um, I well, I, I also want to comment a little bit about uh, John because I heard uh, Alan, oh, yeah. uh, you know, talk about that. Well, we met uh, John yesterday, and um, I uh, talked to him, and um, I, of course, uh, we uh, support him, uh, you know, uh, uh, to to be elected uh, to the, uh, to to be our next uh, CD. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, he's kind of person who uh, listens. And um, I, I told him that, you know, the, because uh, most uh, people in Hong Kong are just, you know, normal people. They are not too rich. And, uh, you know, they, they all only want to have a steady job. And um, uh, so, uh, you know, in terms of the whole economy, well, I think it should uh, pay more attention to um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the normal people, okay? And um, also, I, I uh, suggest to him uh, that we should rebuild uh, our name uh, to be, um, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, a foot, um, you know, with the... The, the brand of Hong Kong, which is related to food, so uh, we need to rebuild our name in our reputation uh, in, for the food industry. Because in the past 20 years, um, this name or this reputation has been uh, overtaken by other uh, places, like in even in Shanghai or Guangzhou or you know, Chengdu or some other places. But Hong Kong uh, is an international city. And we have uh, all types of different kinds of um, uh, catering business uh, from different parts of the world, you know, uh, doing business in Hong Kong. But with the COVID uh, situation, um, we are not able to do our business normally. And uh, we hope that uh, with the uh, open, open up of the uh, Hong Kong and China, uh, the mainland uh, 
foundry, uh, you know, uh, business will, uh, you know, the, get a lot better. Uh, but it all depends on how he would, um, you know, do uh, any uh, negotiations with the Chinese party and uh, see how soon we can, um, you know, uh, open up the, the boundaries mm. for us. Mm. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, uh, Alan Seaman, so uh, how about um, Lang Kwai Fong then? Uh, what, what, uh, what proportion of businesses uh, there have been able to ride out this uh, current uh, well, fifth wave of COVID? I mean, in essence, uh, probably about uh, 15% have had to close down. Right. Uh, you can see uh, to let signs and for sale signs uh, in some of the shops that uh, previously had bars. Um, it, it, it's been a tough uh, ride for them. Uh, you know, as a landlord, of course, I've tried to help out a lot wherever I can, uh, but it's been very, very difficult uh, for many. Uh, you know, since January, they've been closed, basically, and, and uh, uh, very few businesses can survive, especially when you, your cash flow is month to month and uh, all the expenses and, and the staff that uh, you have to keep paying. So I think, I think that uh, in general, though, uh, I've seen it, you know, we've been through the three years of this now, and I've seen it bounce back really quickly once numbers, once things open again. It's pent-up demand, and it's happened everywhere else in the world, uh, whereby uh, they call it revenge spending. People just have to go out, and, you know, you can't sit home anymore. And, uh, and now, uh, as Simon had said, the, the, uh, the 10,000 10, voucher uh, will help for people, and, and some people will spend it on food, and, and uh, of course, the subsidies from government will help. But uh, <coughs> we just have to get through this, ride through this. It's like being on an airplane with, tur- with, uh, with turbulence, and uh, hopefully the plane comes out of the turbulence and lands safely, and then everyone goes on a holiday. So hopefully uh, that will happen to Hong Kong, that... Uh, business will start to come back again the numbers continue to will continue to be low and uh we're fully as i say full almost uh, fully vaccinated now and uh the numbers are coming down as, as had been predicted what we've gone through is what every country in the world went through the virus is no different here it peaked on march 4th and then it started to uh, reduce, which is after three weeks, which is exactly, and that's why in, in the, the plans originally from Hong Kong U, that's why the government originally picked April 21st and May 21st as the date, because some of the experts were saying that the numbers should be going down by that time. And so um, I, I'm just optimistic, and I'm usually optimistic, and hopefully I'm right this time, but uh, hopefully we'll be back. Uh, listen, the U.S., U.K., they're all booming right now because of, you know, uh, basically, they're living with it, and I don't want to get caught up in the political uh, thing be- between us. But uh, basically, when we open up, you're basically living with it, the same as every other country. Sure. <clears throat> okay. Well, thanks very much for speaking to us uh, on Backchat this morning. Uh, that was uh, Alan Zeman, the chairman of the Lang Kwai Fong Group, uh, and thanks also very much to Simon Wong, president of the Federation of Restaurants and Related Trades. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Uh, one more email here. Actually, just uh, about to squeeze this in. Uh, this from Richard uh, says uh, the travel and airline industries in Hong Kong are in chronic uh, uncertainty. The industry and all the people in it are uh, uh, are in 
total loss of forward vision. It has now reached a hopeless situation as more airlines get punished on a daily basis. The affected staff are at rock bottom and there are thousands and thousands of people in this industry.